Welcome back to another episode of um, Message to the Young Athlete. I'm your host, Brandon Davis. And today we got we got Josh back in the building for another episode. What's going on, man? Yo, what's going on? Man, nothing much, man. Uh, wanted to drop in, bring you back in, uh, bring you back on the show. Uh, kind of talk about some current events that's going on. Uh, maybe there's something we can do a little, mo- little bit more often. So uh, again, appreciate you finding time. It's all good. Yeah. So uh, you know, one of the, the subjects that's that's been been talked about lately is the uh, the NBA bubble. I don't know how you really feel about it. Uh, we we talk about it from time to time. Uh, I kind of feel like they're rushing it. Could it work? I think it could, but you know, honestly, for me, I think I would have just. Just shut it down and just try to come back, you know, after everything kind of, you know, works itself out as far as with COVID. Yeah, I feel, I mean, even going to to Florida is, you know, right now it's kind of risky, you know, with them being a, a you know, a, a kind of a hotbed. For sure. Uh, but, you know, the NBA is investing so much money uh, into yeah. the bubble. You know, I guess they trying to see how it's gonna work out. Yeah, I was thinking maybe going somewhere where uh, where it's not as prevalent. Maybe I'm, I'm not sure what states, but I was thinking maybe like somewhere like Wyoming. You know, somewhere that's kind of like you know people don't visit as much. You know, it's not like a hot like you said. Florida's a hot bed. People are going regardless of whatever it is that's going on. They trying to go to the beach. They trying to hit Disney. It's just a lot going on. So. I kind of felt that, you know, if you was going to do it, go somewhere where, you know, it's kind of like less less attractive. Like, people are not going to be in and out. No, that definitely makes sense, especially if you're going to make that type of investment. I want to make an investment, first of all, into a state that believes in COVID. Yeah. I mean, like, it just doesn't look like, you know, the governor really, you know, with the – you know, with the instructors that he has on opening up the state, it just don't yeah. look like he really cares too much. So, nah, I'm, I'm with you. I think that would be, you know, smarter to, you know, if I'm going to go to a state, I at least want to go to a state that looks like it has some type of belief that, you right. know what I'm saying, that COVID is is real and, you know, they following some type of directives, right. you know, from the government uh, or from local government on how they want, you know, that to work out. Yeah, I agree. I was just thinking, and you know, I've heard somebody saying like, "What happens if you're playing in the game and a player does have it? Now he he comes in contact with all. Do you test before every game? Do you like? I don't. I don't get it. Do you go room to room? Give the I, test. I think they test every day. I was looking at uh, uh one of the guys from the Seven Sixes, uh, Matisse uh, Thibault. I might be saying his name wrong, but mm-hmm. uh, he was doing like a like a vlog, okay. like a video vlog oh, that's dope. of, um, you know, I think it was day one of the bubble. So they were arriving, you know, okay. they were flying down. But uh, from my understanding, they do testing every day. I think P.J. Tucker was saying that as well. Like he, you know, he was saying that the testing was, uh, he wasn't really messing with it like that. No, uh, I've actually seen it personally. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. So I, I want to say they do testing every day. Uh, and, you know, the NBA got the best you know, yeah. Yeah, medicine in the world. Yeah, so, yeah. uh, I, 
man, it's hard to say, man. I mean, you know. Yeah. It's 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 a tough one, you know. As much as you want to see basketball, I know you you probably don't watch as much, you know, NBA as you know I'd be into it. But um, you know, it's all about safety at the end of the day, because you wouldn't want that, you know, for it to be some big cluster of cases, and then you got to shut it all down, yeah. and now that whole investment that you made into putting that situation together is just null and void. You know what I'm saying? Right. Right. Um, so it's it's interesting, man. I think uh one one good thing about it that comes out of and I don't think it's a good thing, but like one thing I, I kinda like is that you know, certain NBA guys are getting a second chance at maybe getting out there and, and proving that they belong. So you got somebody like Jamal Crawford, if I'm not mistaken, was signed by the Nets. You know, there's no reason he shouldn't be on the team, but for whatever reason, he, you know, he wasn't picked up. So he gets another opportunity at it. You got J.R. Smith, another guy that, if it's 300 guys in the league, he got to be top 300 guys. Like, I, I think, you know, even with that going on with COVID, but you, you give those guys another opportunity to get their career jump started if it's an opportunity going forward. Yeah, I agree. I, I think, yeah, you're right about that. It does. You know, get these guys, a, you know, a, you know, somewhat of an extension, right? Uh, to see on a big stage, you know, what they can do with that opportunity. So, man, it's gonna be interesting. What do you, What do you think about the? You know, the Nets probably really don't matter, but what do you think about the J.R. Smith signing? You think it was a good one? You could do without him. Well, I mean, with with Avery Bradley, uh, you know, you know taking a leave and focus on his family. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, you, of course you're not going to have somebody that can feel Avery Bradley's position, but, you know, with picking up Deion Waiters and picking up JR, you know, you got some pieces that, you know, you can plug in and do some stuff. Uh, you know, JR already has that relationship, you know, with LeBron. He's a, you know, a champion. Gotcha. Uh, you know, I, I think it's just up to him to, you know, come in, fulfill the role gotcha. so he can continue to extend, you know, extend his career. Right. Uh, and, you know, I guess, you know, some sort of redemption, you know. Yeah. Um, You know, from what we think about him with the Hennessy and the, you know what I'm saying? Just uh, him being JR. Yeah, just the, just the stigma that, right. you know, people, you know, unfortunately the media has on him. Right, um, right. You know, even with, you know, the – I guess, you know, the error and judgment from the finals, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it gives him, you know, that chance of, of somewhat of redemption if he's able to, you know, make that happen. Right. You know, I, ho- I hope he, he is able to. I think uh, also Michael Beasley, if I'm not mistaken, somebody might have scooped him up. The next day. Yeah, so I, th- I think even with him, he's a guy, he's another guy that he's still young. He's not young, but he still had, like, basketball years left in, inside of him. Um, I think it may, you know, help certain guys. And, you know, some guys it may hurt. Like, guys that's coming up on contract years, you know, this is going to be tough for them. Uh, speaking of that, you know, I, I know they were saying that uh, Giannis was, was looking at getting the super max. Uh, I don't know the exact number, but I'm pretty sure he's going to get something that's very outrageous going into, you know, to the until I, I would say him taking his leap into stardom. Yeah, well deserved. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, he deserved. He deserved. You don't I, think so? I ain't gonna say he don't. Me personally, uh he deserved it. 
Okay. I chill. I chill. I can't, I can't even hate. I was going to try. I was going to try to pick his game apart, but I can't. Uh, yeah, he deserved it, man. I mean, from where he came, from where he started to where he is now. Um, I think he deserved it. He can only get better. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? True, yeah. If he has a, and I think, you know, once you get to a certain age, if you don't have a jump shot or you don't shoot the ball very well, I think it's just, it's over. You know, you just have to kind of figure it out. Ben Simmons would be a guy, I feel like, He'll just never be a knockdown shooter. He'll just have to play to his strengths. Yeah. You know, if, gotcha. you, if you're able to knock down maybe two or three a night, cool. But we're not counting on you to just be this knockdown shooter. And the same with Giannis. Like, we're not looking for you just to be knocked down. We want you to get out and, you know, transition, uh, make plays, be long, rebound, defend. You know, just be yourself. Yeah. And some of that, you know, some of that comes a little bit later on in your career, too, when yeah. you uh, – you know, in the athleticism, you know, or the bumps that you take, you're mm-hmm. just not trying to take those bumps. Right. So, you know, you kind of maneuver and, and figure out some other parts of your game that you want to hone in on. So, I mean, I, I think for both of those guys, I think, you know, the, 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 you know, that, that, that particular level to unlock that particular level is still there. I mean, you just got to be, you know, confident in, in doing it and trying it. Yeah, know? and getting in the gym and, you know, just putting in the hours yeah. to make sure, you know what I'm saying? Like you say, you probably won't be knocked down, but you'll be better. I remember seeing an article where Jason Kidd said his jump shot didn't get better until, like, towards the end of his career. You know, um, he was just so used to just getting to the cup, doing whatever you want to do, dishing it. But as, you know, the athleticism – you know, started to digress, and he couldn't be who he, he once was. He had to kind of figure the game out. And I think guys that last a long time in the league, like Zach Randolph, are guys that know how to play, just know how to play the game. And when you look at somebody like Vince Carter, you Vince know, like he well. came in the game, you know, I mean, he had, you know, the ability to score at all three levels, but, mm-hmm. you know, he was more slashing, right. driving, uh, and, you know, looking at, you know, his retirement year this year, you know, he's kind of like more of a specialist, you know what I'm oh, saying? Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, shooting, shooting a three ball, uh, being a vet, you yep. know. So, yeah, I mean, it's still room for both of those guys to, to really get into, you know, the meat and potatoes of, of, of their games, you yeah, know what I'm saying? Figuring out. Yeah, 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 yeah. that's true, that's true. Uh, and I, and I, I forget those guys probably under the age of 25. True. So, you know, you don't really hit your prime until about – what, about 27, somewhere in there? Yeah, 27, 28. Yeah, so they still got time to kind of work on, on that game. So salute to Giannis for, for getting that bag, man. I can't hate. Nah, I don't hate on that bag. <laughs> uh, speaking of getting that bag, uh, Mr. Zion Williams, getting that Duke bag. Well deserved. <laughs> <laughs> they probably owe him a few more. Oh, the Lord, yeah. 400K. Yeah, they probably want two point five more. Yeah, low low key, he, you know, like what can you really allegedly allegedly? But I mean, like at the end of the day, man, like y'all got to pay these guys, man. You got to let them figure out a way to make money off their likeness. It got it has to be something because I just feel like when the articles come out, you just make you make the athlete look bad, not more so the person or the school or it's like where well, he took this money. Well, hey, somebody offered it. Somebody offered you four hundred k. I don't think I'm gonna turn it down either. Like we gonna take that four hundred, and we gonna figure it out. But I just feel like you make the parents and the player look bad for cashing in on 
what they bring to the table. You know what I'm saying? I definitely agree. I I, I mean, I, I read the headline. I really didn't get into, you know, the, the details of mm-hmm. the story. Uh, but, you know, I guess that story is, I guess, evolving. As yeah. As time goes. Yeah. Um, I don't know a lot about it, but. I mean, I think four hundred thousand. However much he even got is a, is a steal, uh, probably for the amount of uh, economic boost um, boost that he you know gave a a Duke or or ESPN you yeah, know yeah. ad oh, revenue yeah. uh, college basketball. Yeah. Uh, it's a steal. I even think some did Nike stock go up when he bust the shoes or was it something happened? Yeah, I don't know. That, I mean, but that's attention for Nike. You know what I'm saying? Like. Like how could he bust? Like you know they oh he bust out of a shoe. Now we gonna make him a special shoe. And so you know I just feel like you know everybody gets to to profit off of the, the young man himself. himself. Yeah, he well deserving of, of a profit for for you know taking that opportunity to do that because he could have just you know yeah went overseas if he wanted to or set out. Yeah. You know, I mean, he was going to be a pro regardless. Regardless, yeah. I, I remember seeing, uh, and I was just doing my research, uh, the kid that went and worked for, well, he did an internship with New Balance, is it Darius Baisley? Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, I think that, you know, if, if shoe companies really cared and really valued the athlete, I think that's a smart move to hold them accountable. You know what I'm saying? Like, if y'all, if you want me to sign with your company when I turn pro, Instead of making me go to college, how about you just give me an internship, which helps sets me up down the line if I want to get inside of the sneaker business. And you drop a bag. It don't have to be a million. It can be somewhere near close to that. And I, I feel like that gives the, you know what I'm saying, the athlete a better opportunity than just going and playing and, you know, kind of wasting a year. Yeah, especially if you know that's, you know, that's you have a, a good chance to get to that level. Right. Um yeah, I mean, if you got somebody on your behalf that can work that out with a with a company or a brand, uh, do it. You know what I'm saying? Especially yeah. if somebody is frying upon you getting a bag from a university or the NCAA is, you know, um, you know, just like James Weissman, like giving yeah. you all this haggling and trouble for this, that, and the third. Like, you know, go and do it because you. I mean, your one year in college is just a placeholder. It really is. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, if you can figure out another way to get some money, work out, you know, and a brand is, you know, is paying you for that, I, w- I would definitely do that. Um, you know, push, you know, someone inside that direction if they're comfortable with that. You know, some people just want to go to college and, yeah. and do their thing. Whatever you're comfortable with, That's you know true. what I'm saying? That's uh, true. Whatever, you know, your hard desire, you know what I'm saying, I would kind of push you toward, you know, that yeah. direction. I think they gave him, um, I, was, I was just doing my, like, my research. I think he was like, he got a million dollars for the internship, and then once he started, you know, what I'm saying as an NBA player, I think with his, with if he meets all incentives, he'll be able to make fourteen million. Um, I don't know how long that contract is for, but just to think, like I'm about to make fourteen million just off of wearing his brand. This ain't even basketball money, so I feel like if if, if that opportunity presents itself, I think that would be a good opportunity. Yeah, I'm with it. Yeah. I'm, I'm definitely with it. I, yeah, I definitely. I'm down with that, man. Any, any, you know, any way you can empower yourself. Yeah. Uh, and start early. You know. Yeah. Uh, I'm, sure. I'm. Uh, I champion that, man. Yeah. Maybe, maybe that's that's a, that's a new move. Like, if I'm the top player in the country, you know, y'all y'all already got me on the circuit anyway. 
everybody eating off of the circuit, off of the Nike circuit, Adidas circuit, whatever circuit I'm on. Like, nine times out of ten, you won't want me to sign with your shoe brand. So instead of me going to college, hey, set up something for me to, you know, get do an internship, make a little money. Um, well, I can work out, you know, at your, you know, campus, your facilities. And then, you know, we can do business after that. Yeah. And I'd say, like, that's where the uh, G League is going to. Right. right. You know, picking up a lot of these, uh, you know, you know, top top 10, top 20 high school guys. Mm-hmm. And, you know, setting them up with, with, with contracts to, you know, do that year yeah. uh, with the G League. So, uh, shout out to Bob Ball, man. <laughs> yeah, they, they took his blueprint and ran with it. Yeah, shout out to him, man. Yeah. Um, one, and one thing I've seen lately, too, is a lot of these kids talking about attending HBCUs. Mm-hmm. Like, what, like, my thought on it is, like, you're really not getting away from the problem of it all. Like, you're, st- you're still in the system. You see what I'm saying? Like, okay, you can go to Tennessee State, but when y'all make it to the tournament, we're going to put you on TV. We're still going to put you on ESPN. Like, we're still going to make it to where we're going to make money because you're still in the system. You just may be in a black establishment, but you're you're still within the machine. If you get what I'm saying. So, so do you think their choice is it's about being away from that machine or being away from, or just being pro black? Like, I want to go to a black school. I want to be under a black coach. I want to be around black people. Mm. I think. I guess you have to ask them. I can't really say. I mean, when I made my decision, I, I felt as if I've, um, I'm not going to say outgrown it, but you got to think, like, if you're trying to go to that next level, facilities, exposure, like, all those things are important, if you get what I'm saying. Like, yeah, we don't have the best of everything, true enough. So, when I came out of high school, I had state, and if I had those schools, it was just like, I done done that for my whole life. Let me try to see something different. But I, I guess the the difference now is we're in a different climate. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So, and we all know that if you can go, they gonna find you. True. It don't really matter where you at. Like if yeah. you can really go, you know. And I, I guess for um, the athlete that was going to Howard, I forgot what what was his name. Is yeah, uh, I think he was like an African. Mature, yeah. mature. Uh, you know, seventeen. You know, mm-hmm. uh, ranked seventeenth in the country. So, uh, you know, the opportunity to get to the next level is already there for him. Gotcha. Uh, so I think for him, it's now nah, it's just a comfort level. You know what I'm saying? All like, right. I don't want to be. I want to play. I want to be around. I want to play for somebody black. I want to be around somebody black. I mean, I respect it. Um, Because I think that the opportunity to get to that next level will be there. It don't matter about this year. Right. Like. I got you. You know what I'm saying? Like, executives know if you can play. Scouts know if you can play already. They know if they want you already. Okay. So, you being at Howard or you being at Ole Miss – What's the difference? It's not. It's not. Because, I mean, you know, they already see what they want in you already. So, from a basketball level, you know, that's already, you know, we already know that's already written out. You know what I'm saying? Uh, So, from a cultural level and, you know, 
from a, a climate level what's going on I think that's you know where where we're at with it now that's a smart move so what you're saying that I'm, and then I'm gonna just and I'm gonna say this because um, and I agree with you uh, 100% that yeah for the culture for what's going on right now we do need to make some type of stance but I know I'm sure you heard of the Rich Paul rule right yeah alright so within that rule is they they made it to where you can go put your name in the draft, but you can put your name in the draft and then you can take it out if you don't feel safe with it. But within that, you have to have an agent. So within that rule is, and there's only like a handful of guys inside of that business. You gotta ha- you gotta have your paperwork. So in order to get players that's on the fence, you have to have that paperwork. If you get what I'm saying. If you don't have that paperwork, you can't work with those guys that's on the fence. Okay. So, you know, with saying that, uh, you know, I kind of feel as if, okay, so y'all want to go to HBCUs. Okay, well, we'll put some in the game to well, you know, and I really feel like they'll do that. Before we let y'all just tear down what we got, we'll flip it. We'll put some in the, in the game where, you go to HBCU, HBCU, you gotta do two years. Or you gotta, so it's like, they don't play fair. Like, for, again, Rich Paul, he killing the game. But we're gonna put a rule in, well, you can't get these certain, you can't get this play over here. Just because you, and I really feel as if Jim Behan and all the college coaches put that, you know, cause he had something to say about Darius Bazin not coming to Syracuse. Because Rich Paul was behind that whole New Balance movement, so you gotta think like before them folks sink, they ain't going out like that. That would definitely be mighty bold. <laughs> <laughs> but to, they bold though. to single out. Like, now that would be definitely mighty bold to sing out like HBO, HBCUs. Yeah. Um, definitely mighty, mighty, mighty bold. Not yeah. saying it can't happen, but that yeah. would definitely be mighty bold and highly racist. <laughs> hey, but look look at this too. Like when I think of as we talk, like think about this. A lot of guys wouldn't be eligible to play in college if it wasn't for those schools. Like you see what I'm saying? Like, you know, they put in play like what he need. I well, what you say wouldn't be able to play, play if it wasn't for the, the PWI PWIs? Um are you saying like the, the the you just said just appeared or explain that to me? Like so, in a lot of instances, like we don't have the grades, we don't have the ACT score, we don't have the requirements to really get inside of these schools. If you get what I'm saying, so in some cases, those schools make moves to get you in. Otherwise, you're done. And we know somebody that's. That was in a situation like that. So we talking about PWIs, predominantly white institutions, or we talking about HBCUs? We talking about, about period. We talking about white institutions at this point. Okay. Like they they got the strings to make sure, like, hey, that what you're is eligible. He, yeah, what, what he need. I got you. They could pick up the phone, make those phone calls. So it's kind of like when you when you you got to know how to straddle the fence if you get what I'm saying. Like. Yeah, we want to have this movement, and we want to do this, and we want to be over here, but we got to make sure we we good. Like, so let me flip the question back to right, you. Come on. Let's 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 say, like, if your son was inside that situation, okay, and 
you know, your top top twenty. Okay. In the country. Okay. And he he on the fence about what he would want to do. Okay. Whether he want to go to a PWI, he wants to go to a HBCU because of you know the climate, the culture. He believes in you know black empowerment. Mm-hmm. Uh, wants to pay for a black coach. Want to be around black people mm. for a year or. What 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 would that conversation be, or what what were your thoughts on that? If that was it's your just, son, it just all depends. It, it, we gonna we gonna look at everything. Like honestly, I don't even want to go. What are we looking at? Like, hey, can we slide over here overseas? Is there something else we can do? Like, do we have to go this route? I'm gonna ask him. Do you want to go to school? Your dad went to school twice, and I'm trying to figure it out. I'm struggling. So, do you want to do this, or do you want to get to it? And we can always go back. Like, what is it that you want to do? I you want to, and then too, again, we got to make sure, like, clearinghouse. Like, it's a lot of stuff that goes inside of being ready to go. Like, are we? Are you college material? So, what you're saying is your your, I guess, biggest thing would be more so. Uh, from a business, from a perspective okay so let's let's switch that question okay. a little bit all right not top 20 okay not top 20 a good a good athlete good got athlete. room to grow got room to grow and you know he got sun belts yeah he got he got good good pwis yeah. Yeah, you know swag he got top you know uh power fives looking at him mm-hmm. and then he has he's looking into hbcus what what's that conversation Ooh. So first off, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be real. I'm gonna be real. I ain't gonna lie. If someone if someone somebody like Howard, like none of those schools ever recruited me, like Howard, I don't think I would have went to fam. But a, like a school like Howard or Hampton would have came to me, I would have probably really considered it because of just the it's, it is they're like one of they like the top schools when it comes to HBCUs. Like do they play good ball? I really don't know. But the atmosphere, the um, the connections you can make, just being inside of, you know, that type of place, I think would have been super dope for me. Now, again, we have to, we have to really realize, like, we have to figure it out. So, so for my son, I don't think it would fit him. He goes to a Catholic school where many races. So, if he goes to HBCU, I don't know how he would make it. But he goes to West End. I'm going to use myself. You at West End, so I already know what I'm getting into. No, we're not gonna use yourself. We're gonna use what you. We're gonna use your son. We're gonna use my son. Okay. All right. So, woo. I can't. I can't really say. I, it's really his decision. If he, we'll go visit. We're gonna visit. We're gonna wear our options. Like, do you feel as if this school is gonna help you get to where you need to get to? Okay. You know, does this school even have what you're looking for? I think more so, like, I'm going to be thinking long-term, more more so than, okay, we finna go to the league. Especially if he's not top 20, he's just a good athlete, and you, you know, ain't nobody really just at you like that. Like, hey, man, let's let's figure out what we're going to do next. Do you think that's beneficial to have that culture? For him, yes, because he, 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 he'll probably never have it. Mm-hmm. Um, and we all we always talk about this. Like kids now have more; they have more at their hands, and they have more they can do because of how we have advanced as a race. So 
when our uh, grandparents were, you know, going through school, they had to go to school there. You know, our parents had it a little better. Now we here, we had it better than our parents. So now, for me, my son has it. Man, he basically had anything he want or he can ask for. So, like, how can you motivate a kid like that to to do whatever it is? Like, we just, it's different. Like, do I need to take him and put him in Parker? Maybe. He may need to go and see that. Because in his mind, the world is just, hey, Dad, can I get V-Bucks? And it's a yes compared to a kid that don't even know who their dad is or their parents not really in their life. So for him, his what he sees is different. Okay. So so my last question will be from a coaching perspective. Coaching, okay. And, and we know, you know, of course, we're always looking at, first and foremost, what type of coach it is, no matter the color. You right, know, you right. want to – have a coach that has some type of understanding of what's going on. Because you know what's going on. Right, All right, so right. we putting that to the side. Okay. You got two coaches that got to know what's going on. Would you, would you prefer your son to play for a black coach who has some type of experience of you know, relate, relatability or a white coach? Uh, personally, a black coach. Um and the reason I say that again, he, he, he's able to relate. I think he'll care a little bit more. Um, not saying that, you know, white coaches don't care, but they are able to relate to their, their culture. It, it, it is what it is. They just know they don't have to worry about telling they, their culture what to do. Like with us, we need a little guidance. We need a little push. We need somebody to kind of, I ain't going to say hold our hand, but we just don't have that understanding. We don't have that information. We don't understand, hey, let me get out here and go to uh let me do an internship. Like that might be a little bit more more important than me spending an extra three, four hours in the gym right now. So let me go do an internship. Or you know, white coach is not gonna tell you, hey, if you wanna get into coaching, you need to start preparing for that now. So when you graduate, go straight into being a grad assistant. They ain't gonna tell you that. They're gonna tell their people that. Because they know the steps it takes. So, for me, now I know what steps it takes. So, it's like, hey, man, what are we going to do? Like, it's basketball, this soccer, this football, whatever it is, may not work. So, if you want to be around the game, let's go ahead and start taking those steps. Let's internship. Let's get inside of uh, – let's do compliance. You could take that. If you if you learn the compliance, you can, you're on your way to being an athletic director. So, I just feel like – that black culture have a little bit more interest. He'll, okay. he'll really he'll care a little bit more. To, I don't to what extent I can. I guess it's just the character of the man. I know if I'm a head coach, not only am I preaching wins and losses, but I'm preaching um, what you gonna do. Like how you like what is it? What is it that you want to do? And if I can't help you, I can try to find somebody that can give you an opportunity to help you. So more so, I think. That's the type of person I'll be looking for. Not somebody just coming in just saying, hey, your son is and your son that. Like, no, I'm asking questions like, when we done, like, can you, can you help him? Can you show him? Can you, can you make him a better man? I think those are the, the, the most important things. So I know I'm probably just everywhere, but. No, that, 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 that makes sense. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, that definitely that definitely makes sense. So so even going back to the original question mm-hmm. about the young man who chose Har- uh, mm-hmm. Howard, Howard yeah. um, you know, I, I think I think that's a bold decision. I think that, uh, um, you know, it's a, it's a step in the right direction. Yeah, uh, being able to take take the power and show other athletes that, you know, and and of course this is going to be, uh, you know, uh, something that's people are going to be looking at, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. you're going to be under that that eye. And, you know, I know one of the top players, Michael Williams, was saying, you know, kind of championing that same, you know, situation of um, looking at uh, HBCUs mm-hmm. uh, because that could shift the power. Right. You know, if, if you got, you know, a, a top five, you know, player in the country that's choosing an HBCU over a – um, uh, PWI mm-hmm. Big Five school, right. uh, like a Duke or a Kentucky. Um, you know that's that's a power shift because you're gonna get other players who are um, you know, top players in the country mm-hmm. that's gonna you know follow yeah, along. Follow so along. I mean, like, I'm rooting for you know I'm rooting for them. And you know what probably you know happen is they'll start shifting the conferences. Okay, y'all won't go over there, so we are gonna put y'all in the Big Ten. <laughs> Oh yeah, we'll go down there. We will put y'all in the SEC. Like it, at the end of the day, they gonna fix it to. And you know what? One thing I do like, I like the coach at Tennessee State, uh, Coach Penny. Like he's using his his platform and his understanding to make. He's gonna make. I think if he stays at Tennessee State, he's gonna make that team maybe like a top twenty five team. Honestly, because I think he just have an understanding. He's not. He's not afraid to speak. On um, what's going on, and then Tennessee State period is in, is in a state, well, it's in a city, Nashville that's growing. Uh, it's, it's diverse. You got a lot that's going on. So I personally, if I was him, I think I would kind of stick around and just build. I know the money change everything. Somebody say, hey, a million. You know, I guess you know it's all it's all in the in that person. But I really feel like what he's building at Tennessee State. Plus, you got like Robert. Was it Robert Covington? Yeah, he's Covington. he's a guy that that came from there. It's another guy they just had that was with the uh, with the Nets that got a call up. So I think the I want to say Anthony Mason, maybe another guy that played at Tennessee State. So I think the, the history is rich there. I think it's just gonna take one person to kind of take it and, and build it to what it is. And that matters too, you know. Uh, well, from a coaching standpoint, having players that have reached that level that mm-hmm. you know that players want to get to, right? Um, you know that helps in the recruiting process. Hey, I have these connections, right? Uh, I have this. You know, I've put these people or, or helped guided these people to get to this particular platform, right? Uh, so you know that that trust level is there. That you know I can you know you know I have those connections to get you where you you know you see yourself you you know you yeah. you want to be so man that's very important as well yeah I had a chance to kind of walk through I went up there back in um maybe like December no I went back in like January I just went up there just to visit one of the assistants that I was um cool with from south when I was coaching and they kind of walked me through you know they had did some some new stuff they had put up you know new wallpaper and stuff and Covington had you know donated their money to have that stuff done, and it's just it's just a good look to have like an NBA guy on the wall that's currently playing, and then there's other guys that's on the. So I think that that's on the wall as well. But I think that Tennessee State is probably going to be a school that's going to really 
take off if Coach Penny stays. Again, they know how to put something in the game to make everything shift. So don't be surprised if, you know, if we start making those moves because it's chess. Okay, so we're going to make those moves. All right, well, we're going to put you all inside the SEC now. Or we're going to put you inside of – because I think Tennessee State is in the OVC, which is not an HBCU conference. So now, you know, y'all get good enough to the point where we can move you up to a better conference, a bigger conference, Conference USA, conference, uh, the American Conference. It might not have to be a Power 5 school, but we'll move it around to where it'll benefit us. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. We'll offer y'all some bread. You're going to take it, and we're going to move you around. So I, I, I feel like if you're going to – if we're going to play that game, we got to be ready. Yeah, be strategically ready, ready for yeah. what is or, what, you know, what may be to come. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. yeah, it's coming. It's just, you know, are we going to sell out? Well, I, I, I think it's, it's, it is something that we're looking at, too, mm-hmm. because even with, you know, so much going on um, – are you looking at saying, oh, this is just for the moment? Mm-hmm. Or are you looking at saying, ah, oh, man, we... We're really we, making a move. Yeah, we're really making a move. Because yeah. it's two, you know, there are two separate entities to that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, people can move off of motion because this is the moment of it. Right. Um, I hope it's something that's, you know, that can start, you know, the path to something different that's going to continue and be continuous. Right. Um, but I think even with everything that's going on, it's it's... You know, because we're in, in COVID, because we're in a quarantine and a pandemic. Right. It's, you know, this why we're so intrigued and locked into the social injustice that's going yeah. on. You know, is this just a moment thing or is yeah. this something that's 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 really going to, um, you know, be about change? Yeah. Uh, you know, long-lasting change. Yeah. Um, and, you know, like I said, I'm, I'm optimistic that it is going to be. You know, some long-lasting change that's going to come out of all of this. Yeah, I agree. And um, speaking of COVID and college sports, um, like, what do you think moving forward? Like, what, what happens this year? Because they're going to play. I don't think there's no way around it. Like, they're going to find a way to fill them stadiums, even if they don't fill them. They're going to find a way to open those stadiums up, and they're going to play ball. Like, what do, what do you see – moving forward probably in the next month or two because once the NBA tips off I think everybody else is going to kind of just follow suit man I, I have no idea man uh, I think all of this is so new Yeah, it's kind of a wait and see um, I think what's so disappointing is it seems like there's a lack of care and empathy for People like it's money over people, it's yeah. profit over people. Um, that's sad, man, because this COVID situation is, is a you know very real. Right, you know, it's affecting families, it's affecting right. you know people from all walks, yeah. uh, all races. Yeah. Um, and unfortunately, you know, studies have shown it's affecting you know black people a little bit more, and you know, people my you know minorities mm-hmm. more. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the government hasn't allowed people to just sit down because financially 
everything else is continuing. Yeah, oh, it got to. Uh, so I think until the, you know, the government steps up and, you know, and it might be even too late for this, but, um, give people a financial reason to just stay at home, man, we just finna be sick. Rush back into something. Yeah. Uh, so it's just gonna be about, you know, your personal responsibility to, yeah. uh, you know, make the best choice for you and your family. Yeah, I, I honestly don't see them folks not playing football in Tuscaloosa this year. I can see them. I can see them going back out there on their field. Yeah. Really? I, I, I personally believe they, even if they push it back into like, uh, maybe into like the basketball season. Yeah, or just playing conference conference games. Well, I think some schools already said like uh, we we only playing conference games. Mm-hmm. So that right now, I'll let you know like we we gearing up because again, like you said, it's it's more of a financial game than to really have a concern about people. You know what I'm saying? Like at what point? Like even even now, like I may get on social media and I see kids at AAU tournaments. Like, is it that serious? Like, I don't think it's that serious. Like, hey, you really don't even matter in the grand scheme of things. Like, it's cool to play, you know, get your highlights and stuff like that. But if, if no college coaches are present, why even go? Like, why even play? So, you know, we got to – hey, man, at some point we got to take this serious. Um, it's it's going to – it's very interesting. Like I said, I, I – I couldn't even give an answer to what is to come. I think every day we are seeing something new. Something new, yeah. And something we couldn't have predicted. Never. Yeah. In January. Uh that it would be, you know, to this extent. Yeah. Um so yeah, man. Um I don't know, man. I guess it's just about uh seeing what is to come. I just, you know, wish the best for the players. Um, I hope there's somebody you know that's that's you know has their best interest in mind, especially from a health perspective. Yeah. Um. Well, I told you I was I was over at a boutique here, and I was coming out. And I seen two players just just walking through the street. So I'm like, they back at school. You know what I'm saying? I was on social media. I saw South Alabama women's team. You know they all taking pictures. They got their masks on. But it's like, at what point do you just say, you know, just stay home, stay home until we, until we figure it out, until something actually comes about this. I think we're kind of rushing it. You know, it's, it's no vaccine, it's no cure, it's no nothing. So I think at this point, you know, the right thing is to just be safe. You know, me and, me and my son, mom, we elected for him to just do Zoom class. You know, they you can come back to school, but you got to get a temperature check. You got to get a COVID check every week. It's just a lot. So before we put school over, you know, his health, we'll just we rather him just sit at home and do it online. And if we have to help him, we have to homeschool homeschool him. That's fine. So you know, hopefully we get it, we get it figured out. If not, you know, it's just gonna be. Walking around with masks. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully we figure it out. I think yeah, I'm going to keep my mask, man. I'm going to keep walking around with them, me personally, man. Um, like, who would ever thought we would be just walking around with masks? I don't know, it's but not it might, even a problem. Uh, might have been the right thing to do from the jump. 
Uh, they, I, I seen Michael Jackson's back in the day. Talking <laughs> <laughs> around with a mask on. You like, what's wrong with him? But you know, over, overseas, you know, is that Tokyo, or Japan? Japan? Yeah, yeah, people walk. You know, you know, they they have that. I guess they care for one another too. You know, you know already instilled. Yeah. Uh, so I mean, and we know. looked at it like bait, just as a, as a fashion statement yeah. with the mask, but now it's actually like yeah, something instilled, but. Are we as Americans, you know, we, we selfish, so yeah, we better be able to cook out, <laughs> pop a firework, get it in instead of just saying, "Hey, man, we gonna just sit it out." Yeah, but but like I said, you 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 gotta have a uh, you know government system that's in place to uh, compensate people for being able to you know to sit down, uh, and unfortunately, we haven't you know we haven't had that uh, you know. Because um, everything else is continuing. You yeah, know I'm just about going. Yeah, like Alabama Power want their money. <laughs> Everybody. You know, Landlord want their money. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So uh, there's a conundrum there. Yeah. Sally May want uh, Everybody. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Everybody wants wants to get paid. Okay, so, yeah. yeah. So uh, there's, a, you know, that financial, um, you know, that financial, you know, Pandemic going on as well. Oh yeah, for sure. So that's one we don't see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. Yeah, so uh, gonna switch it up just a little bit. We gonna end with this though. Uh, the NFL. I saw uh, what's my man's name? Antonio Brown mm-hmm. he got a settlement from the page for five mil. What for? Um, when he got cut, I don't think they paid him. They didn't mm-hmm. pay him all of his money. And I know at one point he was making like a big deal of that. Mm-hmm. Like, y'all going to pay me what y'all owe. I think uh, I think it, it was $9 million guaranteed. And I think once they cut him, they tried to cut him like, you know how they do. They tried to cut him like right before they had to pay him. Mm-hmm. But they ended up having to pay him uh, $5 million. And I think uh, Aaron Hernandez's name was mixed inside of that as well. Uh, they had like a settlement or whatever. You know, what I'm saying due to what happened to him as well. Uh, what do you What do you think about Antonio Brown getting back in the league? Like, do you think it's possible? And I know you're not a football guy. Um, I just think it goes back to uh, caring for the athlete. You. you know, making sure he has um, in the right mental space to be there. Yeah, uh, and it's you know. Is there someone? I, I think I saw him talking to one of the uh, vets. I don't know if it was Dion. Yeah, he, he was hanging with Dion. Yeah, but just having people like that around you to um, to have read. your best interest. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, read you back in. Yeah, read you back in. Yeah. Or if you need to, hey man, I got this therapist that I want you to speak with. You know, because yeah. you know, like I said, man, like a lot of these athletes, we just don't know how much they have to deal with. And then on top of that, you know, going into this. You know, this violence every Sunday. Yeah. Uh, so just having someone around you, if it's not, you know, the team, you right. know, maybe it's an OG, you know, maybe it's a vet Somebody. that's pointing you in the right direction of, hey, man, I think you need to, you know, take some time and, and really deal with your mental health issues. Right. Uh, so just having somebody that's going to care for you, man. Um, and I think that's for any athlete, just having good people around you uh, that has your best interest first and mm-hmm. not, you know, necessarily a financial interest. Um, that's very important for 
whether it's athletes or just regular people, or just black men, period, or right. black women, period, uh, having people around you that have your best interests uh, in you know all aspects of your life. Yeah. Um, so yeah, man, I wish Antonio Brown the best, but you know you can kind of see, <clears throat> uh, you know, during that process when he got let go, you know, from the Patriots that he was having, you know, some you problems. Know. Yeah, it was, it was it was some problems, some 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 things that were going on um, in his life, in his mental space that um, you know that was that was really screaming out. He was really screaming out for yeah, some help and some attention. Out. Yeah, um, I don't, I I really think that. You know, if they had his best interest, they would just tell him, hey, man, you might need to just step away from it. The chances of him doing that, um, I think, would probably never happen. It, it won't happen until they done with him. Hmm. Um, like somebody like a T.O., uh, Chad Johnson. Those are, I feel like those are examples of guys that could have been helped. But, you know, these teams are here to make money and they're here to win. So they they gonna put that before everything. I think with Antonio Brown, like, like man, you got your money. Um, I think he's done some stuff that's probably just like, hey man, you might need to just, like you say, you need to sit down, figure it out. Like, I don't, you're not mentally uh, capable of just being, because you might be one more lick away from you just acting a fool again. Like, I feel like your health is way more important than your mental health is way more important than you getting back out here on this field. And, you know, even though this may be what keeps you going, but maybe we need to find another way. I just, I always just felt like they were going to use them. They were going to use them up. So, as have teams been inquiring about them for the upcoming season, whenever that is? Yeah, I've, I've seen like a few reports where they were saying that, you know, Maybe a few teams had maybe had some interest in them. To what extent, who knows? I, I think it's kind of like the situation with Cap. You know, a few teams may – or news reporters may say that teams have shown interest, but, um, you know, he may be in a situation where he's blackballed as well, you know. Um, regardless of whatever it is, I think a lot of times, you know, those, those people sit in rooms together. They may play – against each other but at the end of the day they're friends and they pick up their phone and say hey no more yeah. he can't well I, I definitely think it has been some type of change um with him because i haven't seen you know those instances yeah. lately um i think yeah. with him it, it might just be for now yeah it might be for now yeah, yeah. i think he know like you know maybe dion them settle down like man you got to you got to change you know and i just think the money magnifies Magnified who he is. I think somebody made a statement like they should have never gave him no bread because he probably was already just off the off the chain. And then once he got to a point where he probably ain't need nobody or nobody couldn't tell him nothing, man, I ain't trying to hear nothing. Everybody getting disrespected, yeah. You know, and I I kind of think that's kind of where he's at with it. You know, maybe maybe this has humbled him, but I kind of think it. You know, the time has ran out for him. Yeah, I wish him the best, man. Yeah. Um, you know, whatever whatever life, you know, takes him going down the road. Yeah. I wish him the best because, you know, we all know that <clears throat> you know, it can always go the other way. Oh yeah, for you know sure. what I'm saying? Quickly. Quickly. Uh, you know, so 
I, w- I wish that brother the best, man, for real. Yeah, man. Anything else? You I can't you think of that, my brother. Yeah. No, I think that might be it as far as just on some, on some sports talk, man. Um, again, I think it's going to be kind of interesting to see what goes on. Um as we move forward, especially with sports, man, I know I'd be keeping my eye out on the ball. One thing too, uh, the TBT tournament has been going on. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, you know, and that may be a blueprint as well for the NBA, uh, as far as like what to do, what not to do. Uh, you know, they have been playing on ESPN, which has gave people something to watch. So I think, you know, things are going to go, they're going to, even though they're not going to be normal, we're gonna continue to function as if, you know, ain't that going on. So again, I, I know uh, we probably about what two weeks out from the NBA. Yeah, I think they start at the end of the month. Tipping off. Yeah. yeah, it's gonna be interesting to watch. You know, nobody sitting in the stands. Uh, you know, it's a whole lot different when you out there. And you just hear sneakers uh, squeaking all over the floor, and then nobody re- you know really cheering for you. Yeah. Yeah. That's a, that's a whole other feeling, like. Yeah, I mean, I think it'll take a lot of those guys back to AAU time. Um, but you know, AAU be. Oh uh, well, nah, yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. Well, old school AAU time. Yeah, I, I think it's gonna be. I think once you get to a point, like as a pro, you're so used to having, you know, saying ten, fifteen thousand building gives you something to play for. I mean, what's what's gonna motivate them? I think that's the question that's gonna be like, what's gonna keep them. Going playing hard at all times. I think now it ain't even about the bread; it's about just pride. Like who wants to be a champion? Well, who wants to be a champion during this time? Right. That too. I mean, this is a challenging time. Yeah. To stop the season and you know have these all these issues going on yeah. at one time from COVID to uh, you know Black Lives Matter, Matter, social injustice. Like this is this is a you know, to get through a lot of this stuff, you know, it's it's gonna be a challenge. So I, you know, I heard a lot of people like, oh man, this this season gonna have an asterisk and this, that, and the third. But man, this is a challenge. Yeah, like this is a real challenge. Show so who really won? Yeah. So whoever wins the championship, like this is a story for the ages. Right. You know, this is this is a historic, you know, championship. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, whoever gets through it, man, you know, it's that proudest man. We made it through this. We made it to the top. Yeah. It's yeah. really. It's really. Uh, you know how you want to be remembered, moment. Yeah, it's something you had to grind and work for. Yeah. Um, you know, and I've seen a lot of guys, you know, come back leaner and yeah, looking good. I seen Rondo. I don't know. That was a real picture of Rondo. Yeah, Rondo was uh, Tone. Uh, yeah. I think Camelo. I, I seen a picture Just of him. Way. James Hart. Yeah, Hart. Yeah, uh, Marcus Saul dropped out of the way. Yeah. Like a lot of these guys are, you know, took this time to work on their body, right? You know, work on their health, get back healthy. So. Man, I'm interested in you know seeing how the product is gonna you know gonna be on the court. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I, I you know I probably tune in just because of you know saying it's something on TV. You know, I'm not really a big TV guy, um, but I think you know to, to see what how how the NBA takes it and make it make it to what it is. I think it's gonna be interesting. Yeah, most definitely. Yeah, so again, man, appreciate it. Um. I don't know. I appreciate you, man. Yeah, man. Hope we get together one more time, two more times, whatever it is. Man, we work it out, man. Yeah, appreciate it, man. There's another episode of uh, Message to the Young Athlete.
I'm out. Hot.